Good morning from Jeffrey's Specialist Sales. This is Mark Howden from Consumer. First, an FT article talking about emerging markets and the idea that this risk-on recovery trade can continue. From an EM perspective, we'd much rather play much maligned Unilever. And I remind you that Lord Debu's written a quite brilliant report. The link will again be in my daily email. Elsewhere, not much news flow, so I'll be pushing again Monday's excellent report published yesterday on the likely lockdown hangover. You may remember there's a big collaboration from research updating consumer survey work uh, and a specific report from Monday following up on beverages. If total volumes end up just 5% lower, with only a 15% shift from on-trade to off-trade, this could put the global value pool for beer down 10% and for spirits down 11%. We continue to avoid the spirits names. The estimates are way too high. The valuations are way too high. The market fails to appreciate the likely slow pace in fiscal 21, given the prolonged COVID effect, demand issues and destock. Hi, it's Alex Turner on the discretionary stocks. We have some retail recommendation changes today with an upgrade to MS to a buy and a downgrade of BM to a hold. MS has confirmed improving food resilience. We do think this will continue in the months ahead. Clothing and home, though, we do believe will be a share loser over the longer term. However, updates on liquidity and funding headroom reassure. On B&M, the downgrade to hold is uh, really uh, by valuation, where relative valuation is near peak, and we do think it will stop uh, material short-term upside from here. And we also think there'll be more balanced footfall trends in the weeks ahead. Elsewhere, a quiet week ongoing. We hear from BRC shop price index today, SSP interims, ahead of next week that returns to a busier news flow with a competitor conference within the sector, Inditex results, and also B&M. Bonjour from Industrials, this is Bruna. Sandy has a note on Megid reiterating buy with a new price target of 375p, which is around 25% upside. DCF valuation is 476p, 40% upside based on longer term value, but we're reluctant to look that far ahead. So we injected significant caution into 22 and 23. Sandy forecasts EBIT will fall 53% this year, but free cash flow will be positive. He sees no financial risk and thinks Megid can quickly restore the dividend. The equity story was primarily about rejuvenating the installed base through lots of work secured on new aircraft and engine programs. COVID has altered the path of that, but not changed the outcome, in our view. Class 8 orders for May were down 38% year over year, but up 56% from the historic April low. Most OEMs have restarted production, though supply chain issues in Mexico will weigh on builds in May and possibly somewhat into June, leaving backlogs relatively unchanged. Truckload data has begun. Good morning from Mark Hoffler in Resources. Oil prices very much in focus for us today with the Brent front month contract back up to around $40 a barrel. That is more than double the lows of mid-April as the oil market continues to rebalance. I think this latest leg up in crude is driven by expectations that OPEC Plus might be looking to extend their current 9.7 million barrels a day of output cuts by at least one and maybe even three months. We should get more news on that in the coming days. a barrel is a significantly improved oil price from where we have been recently, and if I was looking to add money into the sector now, I would be tempted to be chasing some of these beta plays, uh, notably Premier Royal and Cosmos in the UK. Today is also a big day for us in terms of renewables. That's because we are starting our renewables conference, which kicks off at 11am UK with Nordex. 
Good morning, it's William Bevington from Jeffrey's TMT Specialist Sales. Good news, this afternoon at three o'clock, we have an excellent call on payments. For those interested specifically in the Italian payments market, as well as Europe overall, this is a must-attend event. A former high-level employee of Nexi will be talking us through the short-term, long-term and M&A outlook in the Italian payments market. That again at three o'clock this afternoon. Secondly, I'm highlighting today in an email a lot of important points up ahead, weeks and months ahead on BT Group, which remains one of our top picks across TMT. Supportive pension indicators recently. Huawei, however, is a material risk. Commercial service provider and outlook for fibre, news flow on both of those issues. Regulatory confidence, open reach value gap, very important to highlight that. Virgin O2, news we see up ahead and news recently. And then SMP, SME Enterprise headwinds, um, also a risk ahead for BT. But a number of positives, number of negatives there, uh, challenges, opportunities, and that email in your inbox shortly. Thank you. Morning from healthcare, lots of feedback out of our first day of the healthcare conference. I'd say most crudely, uh, utilization-related names probably doing a little better. Uh, in the near term, we saw ramps in the likes of Straumann, whilst CapEx names very more in line with expectations. Pharma names sound like companies uh, are probably seeing a reversal of most of their Q1 benefits already. So let's see what that means for the group. Uh, whilst um, areas such as CROs and tools sounded very bullish, uh, as did home health. On the news front, a three-month delay for Novartis of Tumumab approval uh, hurts sentiment in the near term, given that sentiment is uh, very weak on this name, pretty much paper cuts. And then the CEO of Electa surprisingly deciding to leave immediately. This will certainly get some, uh, some questions. The company has confirmed they will continue to present uh, at our conference today. Let's see what's going on. Thank you. Good morning from Jeffries Financial Special Sales, Wednesday 3rd of June. Focus this morning is on the reinsurers. A good note out on the set looking at Munich Re. There's a stock we upgraded uh, several weeks ago looking at capital strength, deep reserving, low leverage. We've also been very much focusing on a very hardening market for pricing, which we expect to continue well into 2021. That was actually a key message from our discussion with the management team from Beasley last week. And you're seeing that starting to play out in the first June renewals. Where pricing's up 26%, you're near the highest move in 18 years. And uh, within uh, Munich, uh, they also indicated back on the 1st of April uh, renewals that price was up 25.7%. So very consistent with that theme. It's a stock that's uh, got the capacity to really absorb a lot of new business in this environment and continue to play pay out and attract a dividend. That's Munich Re. On the flip side, AXA are halving their full year dividend proposal. Uh, and making up the, re the, re 